I know it's kind of hard to count out the Tom Brady saga, you know, but um, I think they they did enough. And obviously that little bit of enough that they had was good enough to get them a Super Bowl win and get them number six. So uh, I, I guess them, you know, or count their losses for how badly they might have played offensively, but they still came out on top, so it mm-hmm. didn't matter. No team had a possession in the red zone until the fourth quarter when New England drove down the field to win the game. Yeah, it it was it was rough. I, I know a lot of people were not very happy with that Super Bowl. It was it was very boring. You know, halftime made it worse. Yeah, so I feel bad for CBS and its ratings that dive bomb that night. But I mean, sometimes it's gonna happen. So uh, hopefully next year's Super Bowl will be better. I I bet Kansas City will be in it a little bit more firepower. So we'll see what happens. Tom Brady now has six Super Bowl rings, the most ever by an individual player. Uh, I think it's safe to say he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I've heard some people saying that he doesn't deserve that title because he's been in the different scandals. But if you if you take away those scandals and you look at his stats, the man can back it up. I mean, he. Easily, yes, the greatest quarterback of all time. He's got the most Super Bowls. He's got the records. So it's it's hard to argue anybody else at this point in time. So, uh, yeah, Tom Brady's going to be considered the GOAT for a while. So, yeah. Belichick now has a sixth reign. Is he the greatest coach of all time? I would say he's up there. I I, I don't know. You can make an argument for it. But um, if if he gets another one, if him and Brady stick around and they get another one, yes, I think I think he will be considered the greatest coach of all time. There's, you know, it's really hard to win seven Super Bowls, let alone six Super Bowls, all under your, you know, era. So, I I think he needs to be in the conversation at least. Yes. That was Super Bowl 53. We will not mention ever again in the history of time. <laughs> um, NBA trade deadline was yesterday at 3 o'clock. But before that, John Wall fell at his house and he's out for a year. <laughs> I don't know what John Wall's doing inside of his house to where he ruptures his, his Achilles. But, uh, I mean, maybe he needs to put some memory foam insulation on his stairs and, you know, put up a baby gate or something so he falls into the baby gate instead. <laughs> So I don't know what he's doing, but uh, hopefully a speedy recovery for John Wall. You know, he's an essential part of the Wizards. So. And Mobamba is out with Orlando with a stress fracture in his leg. He Yeah, he's, he's a big rookie sensation there for the Magic. Hopefully he he improve, or he or he gets better soon because they're going to need him in that offense. He's a big part of their defensive role. Um, so we'll hope for a speedy recovery for Mr. Bamba. All right, first round of trades that were made was actually made on the 5th as the Lakers acquired Reggie Bullock from Detroit in exchange for rookie Steve Midyuk for, for from the Lakers. Yeah, it, it was I think it was a I think it was a pretty decent trade. I mean, the Lakers were lacking really a decent three-point threat and Reggie Bullock really brings that to them. Uh, you know, Steve Mikhailuk, he 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 was good, but I mean, he wasn't that essential three-point threat and role player that Los Angeles was looking for and I think they got that in Reggie Bullock and good luck to Svee in Detroit um 
maybe that'll be a better fit for him overall. We begin with Thon Maker after he requested a trade from Milwaukee. He sends him to Detroit as Detroit moves Stanley Johnson to Milwaukee. I, I think that was smart. Um, Thon Maker was was not getting the role that he wanted in Milwaukee anymore, you know. After the uh, humongous increase in production from Giannis, um, I, I think he kind of slipped out of that role. That's kind of the role that he wanted, you know, that, that large seven-foot big man who can run the floor, handle the ball and shoot, and, you know, Giannis kind of took over. So I, th I think Detroit will be a better fit for him. He'll kind of complement alongside Blake Griffin, and uh, I think that would be a – Pretty pretty decent, you know, front court having Blake Griffin and Thon Maker down low. So, Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington was traded to Phoenix in exchange for Ryan Anderson. I'm this surprised. is a cat move for Miami. Yeah, de yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, Miami or Phoenix is trying to set up for the draft. You know, they're they're tanking this year, so I'm surprised they gave up Ryan Anderson. But you know, Ryan Anderson is an older player older role player that you know they can make do without and they'll probably go for somebody who shoots like he does in the draft and uh I, i'm sure they'll make up for it in some way auto porter goes from in his 106 million dollar contract for a third man goes to chicago from washington in exchange for jabari parker and bobby portis uh i <laughs> I, I was really, really surprised by this one that Washington got rid of Otto Porter. Um, they they had him in their system because he complemented the um, really straightforward guard play of John Wall and Bradley Beal. Um, you know, he was that outside shooter that they needed, but he could also post up and get key rebounds. So I'm surprised they got rid of him. Um, I mean, I'm sure, you know, Jabari Parker kind of plays the same role that Otto Porter played. So, um... I think I think bringing Jabari Parker in will kind of fill that void that they got rid of by giving out uh, Otto Porter. A day before the deadline, a three-team deal took place between the Cavs, the Kings, and the Rockets as Cleveland gets Brandon Knight, Marquise Chris, and Houston's lottery-protected 2019 first-round pick. Sacramento gets Alex Burks, and the Rockets get from Sacramento Iman Schumper and Wayne Baldwin the fourth, as well as Nick Stauskas. Uh, I, I think that was a humongous three-team trade. Um, Cleveland's obviously trying to set up for the draft as well. Um, I think I think Iman Shumpert's going to be happy in Houston. You know, they shoot the three-point a lot, and I, I think his game really calls for that, so he'll he'll do fine in Houston. And um, I don't know. It it, it kind of shook it up a little bit. It's, it's a smaller-grade trade, but it shook up the teams a little bit, and it's going to change kind of the – you know, the perspective and the picture that those teams have. Next trade was also with the Kings as they make a huge move to get Harrison Barnes as they send Justin Jackson and Zach Randolph to Dallas. Yeah, that was huge. I remember I was reading about that, that they sent Harrison Barnes to Sacramento in the middle of the game. He was on the bench playing, and they told him in a timeout, so he packed his stuff up and I'm sure hopped on a plane and flew out to Sacramento to meet up with the team at some point. So uh, I – I think Harrison Barnes is going to become a key piece in Sacramento because he he's a three-point shooting small forward. He can shoot on the inside of the arc, and he can rebound, and he's a, he, a key role player. So I think Sacramento will complement him well. 
New Orleans makes a trade. It's not for who you think it is, <laughs> as they send Wesley Johnson to D.C. in exchange for Marquise Morrison, a 2023 second-round pick. I think that was smart on the Pelicans' part. I mean, they get Marquise Morris out of the deal. I know he's hurt right now. So that that was probably the big deal out of that was what are we going to do with him if they were going to get rid of him or not. But clearly they didn't. So I think he'll he'll do well in New Orleans. Um, I'm sure if Anthony Davis sticks around long enough that them those two alongside each other will complement pretty well. Another three-team trade as the Pelicans have agreed to trade Nikola Meritich to the Milwaukee Bucks as part of a three-team deal with the Pistons. New Orleans is getting four second-round pi- four second-round picks as well as Stanley Johnson and Jason Smith. Two of those picks will come from the Wizards in 2020 and 2021. I I think Nikola Meritich going to the Bucks is just going to increase the Bucks' chances of winning. I mean, if you think about it. Chris Middleton is the only ideal three-point shooter for Milwaukee. And then you add in Nikola Mirotic, who can shoot the three and really spread the offense out. I think I think him and Middleton, alongside Giannis Antetokounmpo, will really work well for their offense. It's going to spread the floor. It's going to force teams to play them on the three-point line now versus only focusing on Giannis driving to the bucket. So now they're going to have to play both sides. So I think that works well. The Clippers clear cap space as they send Avery Bradley to Memphis for Garrett Temple and Jermichael Green. Um, I I think it was smart of the Grizzlies to um, get Avery Bradley. He's a good guard, um, but it's also good for the Clippers. You know, they get Garrett Temple and Jermichael Green. Those are those are some bench players that you could bring in in those in those low end of quarter plays, and they'll they'll come out and they'll produce for you. Um, I mean, it's it's nothing huge, but You'll take what you can get in this league. We finally get to trade deadline day, and the big one to start off as Mark Gasol moves up north to Toronto as the Raptors will send Jonas Valanciunas to Don Wright, CJ Miles, and a 2024 second-round pick to get Gasol. Uh, I really love this trade. I think once once Toronto saw that 76er trade that happened, which we'll, we'll talk about here in a second, um, I think once they saw that happen, they realized, okay, the 76ers are going to be a real threat. We need a big man that will make us an even bigger threat because Toronto was already number one in the East. So, I mean, to make them an even bigger threat as a number one seed was huge. And Mark Gasol can shoot the three. He can post up. He can rebound, play defense. I mean, he can do it all. So, I think Toronto is going to be the team to watch picking him what up. What happens with Serge now up top? I think, I think what I saw was that they were going to put – surge in at the four and keep and put Gasol at the five. So, I mean, that, that'll that be a dangerous team. Do you want big men out there in this NBA, though? I mean, I think it could work well for them, especially with how much those two big men shoot. You know, big men shoot a lot nowadays, more than they did in the in the past. So, I think, I think that could complement their offense well, yeah. The Lakers made a trade just to the other people across the hall as they send Ivan Zubicic and Michael Beasley to the Clippers as they bring in Mike Muscala and Beasley is reportedly being waived. <laughs> um, that that's unfortunate for Beasley. I I mean he's kind of made his his comeback in the league. Um, he, you know, he bounced around overseas for a while and then got his shot again. He played pretty decent, so I don't know that that's unfortunate for him. So uh, 
hopefully he can get on a team because he he's a pretty good he's a pretty good player. So former number one overall pick in the twenty seventeen draft, Marco Fultz goes to Orlando. Uh, I wasn't surprised that this move happened. Um, I know Philly was talking about moving him out for a while now. He's not producing like they thought he would. So they they could easily get something big for him. I mean, Jonathan Simmons is a a pretty decent guard to get for Markel Fultz. So um, I think the Magic are smart to pick him up and make him a, a centerpiece. They also get a first-round pick via defender and a second-round pick as well. We now move to as Wesley Matthews. He got released as well as he agreed to a buyout with the Knicks. Okay, I I think that's. I think that was smart. I mean, if you think about it, the Knicks are opening up cap space, and if they bring in, you know, Kyrie or KD in the summer, I don't think they're gonna bring in KD, but just an option. <laughs> but you know, if they bring in Kyrie or somebody like that in the summer, I think. I think the Knicks could be a dangerous team next year after the draft and all that, so smart move by Wesley. And the Knicks wasn't the only one that made it. Uh, Ennis Kanter has been released from the Knicks as well. Yeah, I did see that. That was that was unfortunate. I mean, I, I wondered if it would actually happen with all the, um, you know, out-of-country, you know, situations that he's in right now with Turkey and all of that. And it finally caught up to him, so I, I think I – I agree with why the Knicks got rid of him. That's too much of a hassle to try and deal with that and keep him on the team. That is it for the trades. Um, let's now get into the Pelicans' plan of manipulating the Lakers. Um, reports are that they didn't even bother wanting to trade Anthony Davis. This was just a plan all along to get the make Lakers to fall apart, and they did one game when they lost by 43 to the Pacers. Yeah, that that plan that you know was talked about from the Pelicans, it, it looked like it was going to work for a little bit, but the Lakers did get the win last night over Boston. Uh, Rajon Rondo hit a, a tip-in jumper at the buzzer, so I mean, uh, I'm sure that helped their team morale, and hopefully it doesn't go completely down the drain um, for the Lakers. So I think the Pelicans saw that game last night and realized that their plan already isn't working, so... I don't know. Smart smart plan, but it's already over with. So, And it looks like Boston is in the running for Anthony Davis as he is not coming long-term to New Orleans. Yeah, I, I think uh, this summer is going to be humongous. It's, it's not going to be the summer of LeBron James anymore. Um, even when LeBron is signed with the team, they still talk about free agency for him. But this summer it's going to be Anthony Davis – who has the most assets, who can get rid of the most assets for Davis. Um, I know Boston has a lot of young, you know, triple threat assets that they could give up for Davis. And if Anthony Davis goes to Boston, uh, Boston easily moves into a threat in the East. So. Aren't they already a threat, though? A bigger threat. <laughs> yeah, a bigger threat in um, the East. The Western Conference got demolished yesterday with a lot of good players heading East. Um, does that just help the Warriors in the long run? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the Warriors are already kind of the favorite once now that Bogey Cousins is back. I mean, wow. They Think about how well they were doing without him. I mean, I know they had that skid where they lost five or six in a row, but how well they were doing without him already, and now they have him. So 
yeah, I think Golden State went from the fav- the clear favorite to the crystal clear untouched favorite in the West after all those trades. Well, who's the favorite in the East now with all these trades with the top three teams in the East with Boston, Toronto, and Philly? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's I think it's going to be a three-way race in, in the East for who gets the one seed for the playoffs. So, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think what I want to see is Toronto and uh, Milwaukee play it out in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think that would be great to see those two play each other. But, I again, I know you and I talked about Philly could easily be uh-huh. in the Eastern Finals and the Finals. So, I don't know. It's going to be it's gonna be a fun rest of the season. The West is looking like more of the same. The Lakers are current. Do the Lakers make the postseason? I could see them squeaking in at an eight seed. I think they're too far behind now to move up. Um, I think they're going to be in a situation, the same situation that um, Minnesota and Denver were in last year, mm-hmm. where it's going to come down to, okay, you two play each other tonight. Winner makes the playoffs. Loser is done. So, yeah, I think I could see them squeaking in an eight seed, but then again I could see them losing and not making it at all. So. And with the top three seeds in the West not doing anything, OKC, well, Houston made some moves, and uh, Golden State, are they just sitting pretty now, just waiting for this to get over with, get to the semifinals <laughs> of the Western Conference? Yeah, I, I, I believe so. I mean, I, I don't see Golden State having a problem with anybody in the West the rest of the year. Maybe Houston and maybe OKC, but, I mean – yeah, I, I think the 1, 2, and 3 are pretty much locked up in the West at this point. It's just going to be a battle for 4 through 8. So, yeah. Is Dallas now a threat in the, in the coming years? Because we all know Port Vegas is not going to play um, anytime soon this year. Or are they a threat now to get to the top? I, I, think, I think they could. I mean, if you – in the draft, I mean, I know they're, they're going to be about – you know, right outside a lottery if they keep playing like they are, you know. So, I mean, you know, there there's some good players that come at, you know, 10 or 11 in the draft. So, I mean, I think Dallas could be a threat, and they could be back in it just like they were in 2010 with Dirk and Jason Kidd and Jason Terry. So, I mean, yeah, I think they could be a threat. All right, that is going to do it right here for X16 Friday. Take you have a track meet to get to. You have to walk a long ways in this freezing <laughs> yeah, cold. Yeah. And Maryville, it is freezing outside. Five degrees, I believe. Seven degrees. Five degrees. It's currently five degrees I outside. Love it. <laughs> Welcome to Antarctica. Yeah. So you have a track meet to get to. We'll be back next Friday, same time, same day. We will be, we will be doing a full show next Friday. We've just had a bunch of miscommunication errors and all that last couple weeks but we will be here for four hour next friday we'll be we'll be discussing more nba news as we get to the postseason and there's a new football league we'll get to talk about in a couple weeks as well so for nolan brooks austin hall thank you so much for listening to us right here on x106 friday take